The following episode contains sexual assault triggers. Proceed at your own discretion. Are you ready? Come on! Ladies and gentlemen, now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Introducing the moment you've all been waiting for. Join, join the counts. Yo, yo, giggity, yo. Yes, yes, y'all. And you don't stop. One, two, y'all. That took all of my effort. Really? <laughs> I was just thinking, man, I need another cup of coffee. I love you. Welcome to Joint Accounts. I'm Megan. I'm Curvin. I usually say my name first, but you know, women's rights and all that shit. Yep. Sometimes you gotta get feministic with it. Sometimes you gotta switch it up. Ladies first. Ladies always come first. They should. Although I'll tell you, as a man, I've always hated that, uh... Ladies free before midnight, and and you know I still got to pay for my shit. When was the last time you went to a club? All right, it's been a long time since I went clubbing. And you're still bitter about that? Hell yeah! And you know what else I hate? Women and children first. Why well, I gotta fucking die? I'm joking. You wanted me to make a list of the things I hate about being a woman? Yes. Because those things are garbage reasons. Well, that goes to show you that I'm not really struggling. That's right. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the individuals providing them. If you are at all offended, eat a dick. A couple of months ago, there was there was some shit going on around. It, it was a dude who purposely kept themselves away from women because they felt like being around women got them in trouble. Yeah, those dudes are called losers. Yeah. <laughs> but do you remember? Do you know yeah, what I'm talking about? I do. I saw I saw a photo set last night that really rang true to me. It was girls getting ready for a date versus guy getting ready for a date. Did you see that? I think I did. The girl was talking to her friend, and she's like, I'm going on a date. Call me at 9 o'clock. Call me at 11 o'clock. If I text you random emojis, it means call the police. Remember what outfit I'm wearing in case I go missing. And then it was that guy getting ready. And he, like, shrugs his shoulders, straightens his shirt, and walks out the door. Wow. It's true, though, baby. I, I I hope it's not true for everyone. It is. I mean, I, again, can never speak for all women. But I can tell you, and before I talk about it, let me just put out the, like, the trigger spoiler. alert. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We're going to be talking about things that may trigger unpleasant feelings. I don't want to be presumptuous and think that you don't realize this. I mean, some, maybe I don't. I think that most men have very little... Uh, They're unaware? Unaware of how often we uh, think of the threat of being raped. You know. <sighs> and not not like, not like um, you're in a situation that is sketchy. Yeah. I'm talking about normal everyday living where we are doing things as a precaution to not get assaulted as a woman. Back in like 2011, 2012. Uh, Lola and I had that podcast, mm -hmm. Tank Talk, where we'd have the guests from Twitter, mm -hmm. you know, join us and we talk shit. I remember. And there was an episode that never aired where we had a female, she was going to be our first female guest. And one of the questions that I asked her, as a woman, does she constantly walk around in fear of rape? You know, and then she turned around and told us a story about when she got raped. And I was like, Holy shit. I personally do not know a single friend who hasn't been 
assaulted. Really? And when I say assaulted, I don't necessarily mean raped, but... Just dudes getting aggressive on some... Not aggressive. No, I mean, aggressive might not be the right word. Being touched inappropriately, mm -hmm. being um, intimidated, mm -hmm. threatened, any of those things. Uh, I mean, I've been pretty lucky that it, it's only happened to me a couple times and not in... You told me a guy grabbed your pussy. Uh, on more than one occasion. What? Yeah. I thought this was a one-time thing at like a bar. I was at a nightclub. Nightclub. It makes it sound like we're in the 70s. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were at the discotheque. I was at the discotheque. Um, I was young. It was an under, it wasn't an under, it was an 18 and over club. So I think I was 20. I wasn't, I was like 19 or 20. I wasn't of uh, drinking age. And I believe I was wearing a skirt that night. And I was on the dance floor and someone behind me reach their hand up and grab my pussy. What? Yeah, reach between my legs and grab my pussy. I turned around to punch the person because that was like my first instinct. I pushed the first person I saw behind me and it was a guy and he was like, oh my God, it wasn't me, I swear, that guy over there and it was, you know, really crowded and the guy had gotten away or whatever. Um, I also, on more than one occasion, have done things that I wouldn't have done sexually things that I didn't want to do sexually because you were intimidated I don't know if intimidated is the right word uh I was too uncomfortable to get out of the situation oh so in order to you know <laughs> appease the man and yeah. get to where <laughs> in order to make him docile yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know um and then there was one occasion where I was, um, I had taken, I mean, there a couple of times. One time I woke up to a guy with his hand inside of my oh, yeah, blankets yeah. trying to grab my pussy. Yeah. Um, I had a guy come in when I was making out with another guy and he had his dick out. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there have been multiple occasions like that. I, I am feel incredibly lucky that I've never been raped, yeah. but that was enough to, you know, I've been in situations where I've been scared for sure. Mm -hmm. I've been in situations where I felt violated. I can say from, from a male perspective, personally, the only thing I ever worry about, and I think, I think this, I can speak for most men when I say this, we, we live in fear of somebody testing our manhood. How so? Well, you know, you're out late. In public with some friends or by yourself, you don't want to get robbed. Oh, okay. You I thought you meant when you're with a woman. No, no, just in general. Like, yeah. like out in the world, that's sure. our fear. Someone's going right. to rob us. Right. Someone's going to make us look like a little boy. That's probably our biggest fear. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, even in the safe town that we live in, I still take precautions and I still, it still crosses my mind scenarios when I'm going somewhere. How can I protect myself? Every night when I walk from the hospital to my car, I have my finger on the mace. Really? Yeah. I have it unlocked with my finger on it because it's dark. I'm in a parking lot by myself, and there's a very real chance that I could get assaulted. And there, there's been stories in the news that women ha are being killed now. Yeah. For, 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 saying, for, for saying, saying no. Yeah. For dude, like, yo, mom, let me holler at you. And she's like, chill. 
Chill, God. Yeah. Yeah. It so- ma- and it makes me uncomfortable as a man, like, when I see women who invite that. I don't know if role playing is the, is the term, but they're into that aggressive, you know, they want they want to be taken. Like, remember that movie we were watching where yeah. that lady's fantasy was to be raped? Yeah. You know? Where it's like, I don't know how to tread. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what? You want me to do what? Or, or, or not even full on rape. You just you just want the man to be just a little bit more aggressive, more and more. I don't even know what the word is, but some women really like that. And and I understand that impulse. You know, there's a there's something definitely sexually appealing about masculinity to a lot of women. So that can sometimes transfer into aggression and, you know, taking control and all that stuff. But this is, you know, it's just weird that that's something that we have to think about on a regular basis. And I think it's so disgusting. As, it is as... disgusting. Like, remember we were watching Revenge Porn? Yeah. The guys, they feel this, um... What's the word I'm looking for? Revenge porn, we watched this, uh, like, mini documentary about men who take photos and videos of women from when they were together, naked, you know. Blowjobs. Yeah. And then put them on the internet on these specific websites or make profiles with the pictures, send them to dudes. Um, these poor women were getting harassed, harassed. People were coming to their house. They were releasing their address. Mm -hmm. Um, they, they were in these chat rooms talking about how they wanted to gang rape these women. Bring your friends over. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was not sexual. It was rapist behavior. Yeah. You know, I found the word that I was looking for. Yeah. The dudes, they feel entitled. Yeah. You know, to that woman's body. Yeah. To her life. Yeah, yeah. And they're because they were rejected somehow, they still feel like they should have control over her body. That's so fucking disgusting. It is disgusting. Like, it, it makes me wonder, how were they raised? It makes me feel like all the men in their lives behave that way. Yeah. I mean, how do you become like that? Because it's such a power thing. It's not... It has nothing to do with jealousy. It's all about power and trying to make the woman feel intimidated. I feel there's so much more power when a woman gives you pussy. There was something that you did that she said, oh, you deserve this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's powerful. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I earned this. Yeah. You know, I, something about me, you know, I got that X factor. I mean, I could see where the power is to just, just go and take it. But that's... Just, it repulses you, yeah, which it should. I mean, oh. I remember you've talked about that before where, you know, when you see a woman who's really drunk, yeah, you find that so unattractive. Yeah. And I think a big part of that is because her vulnerability and her defenses are down and, you know, she she's easily taken advantage of and you 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 find that repulsive. There's also, you know, those instances where women pretend to be drunk. Yeah. Yeah. I've witnessed a lot of that where a woman pretends to be drunk and like, oh my God. And I'm like, bitch, you're not drunk. To like justify behavior or something? Yeah. 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 But I think that's also a symptom of women not feeling comfortable in their skin, society not allowing us the leeway to express ourselves sexually and to be free. So a woman has to, you know, either be drunk or pretend to be drunk in order to have it be acceptable to be open and sexually free. Yeah, I I totally agree. But because, in my eyes, because she's not um, confident enough, it's a turn off. It's totally unattractive. Yeah, no, I get it. 
all right, where to from there? Yeah, we're just like, hey, welcome to Join Accounts. Let's talk about rape. I've always noticed this difference between us, but I notice it more now. And it's our relationship, our individual relationship with money. Oh, yeah. Although we're a team, we treat money differently. Very differently. I'm terrible. No, 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 no. You're not terrible. You're not terrible. I mean, if you say you're terrible, yeah, but that's not where I'm going with this. Oh, okay. For instance, debt specifically. I treat debt as a ball and chain that's holding me back. I feel the same way. I feel like you don't let it worry you. I can't, baby, because of course there's too much of it. Um, I know. But I envy your ability to just be like, that shit is a part of life. Like, whatever. I'm going to go buy myself whatever. It's not that it's a part of life. It's a part of our reality. Our yeah. current reality. And so my my new shit, what I'm trying to do is not resist. What do you mean? Resist what? Whatever positive or negative thought or feeling or situation is happening to me. I'm trying not to resist. I, that, no, no, I'm still lost. No. All right. So if I'm feeling something unpleasant, resisting against it makes it worse. So if I'm feeling something unpleasant, I allow it to be. And then when it goes away, it's like awesome. All right. But how does that play? Like, So the fact that I have a ton of debt, I could sit there and worry about it. I could be like, ah, or I could just be like, okay, it is there. That's the reality of the situation, and I'm dealing with it as I can. See, the way I see it, the difference between you and I, I feel like there's two school of thoughts when it comes to debt. There are those who want to pay debt, pay it off, and move on with their lives, which I believe I'm in that category. I'm in that category, too. And I feel like there's another school of thought. There are other people who feel like, Nigga, I am going to die with debt. So I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to pay the minimum every month. And I'm going to stack my paper on the side. And I feel like I can't save because I got to pay off my debt. And you're like, man, debt is not holding me back. I'm going to live my life. I can't seem to live my life because debt is following me like a fucking cloud. So I envy you because you're like, and you got more debt than me. A lot more. A lot more. And 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 but you're like you're chilling. I, I feel like it I had to I had to come to terms with it. I was I didn't always feel like that. I had it bring me so much anxiety, but all of that anxiety is for nothing. Because it's there. There's you know, the only thing I can do about it is take it piece by piece, little by little, until it's gone. But I can't I can't pay it all right now. That's no. not possible. No, it's so not possible. I got to live my life. The way I was raised, debt is something to fear. And so every day I'm thinking about how can I chop this down? How can I chop this down? How can I chop this down? I'd work overtime just to chop it down. Mm -hmm. I'd fucking, I'd put all my paycheck to, to the debt if I could, just so I can get rid of it. And then finally be like, whew, over with that shit. All right, now let's fucking breathe. Like, I, I hate the idea that that shit follows me wherever I go. Mm -hmm. I can't think of anything because debt is in the room. The fucking 800-pound gorilla. So would you feel... 
If this, I had your this, dad, this oh is, my god! No, but this is the funny part. Tell me, we're married, <laughs> so at this point, my dad is pretty much your dad. Of course. But would you feel? I feel like you would get such a sense of relief if just your portion was paid off. Oh yeah. But why? I don't know. Because we have this collective debt. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know it's not yours, no. but it affects how we purchase things. Of course. But I also feel like for me, right? I took on that debt. It's my responsibility to see it through. Mm. You know? I feel like it's it's my debt, you know what I mean? Like I have to I have to see that through. I have to end it. I can't I can't call on anybody to help me with this debt. Like I feel like as a man, I wouldn't I wouldn't respect myself, you know? So once your portion of debt gets paid off, you feel like you, even though we would have the same yeah. financial situation, you would feel a lot better. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I, we I, can focus on that. No, we don't need to focus on it. I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I, what I'm saying is. If that's going to bring you a level of peace. Oh, yeah. I want to be part of that. I, 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 I'd gladly love to tell HSBC peace, you know, just here. I'm done with you fucks. You guys ain't never going to get me again. Yeah. Okay. They got me. They got me. But they ain't never gonna get me again. I don't know. I, I, I envy I envy your, your attitude with money. I always feel like there isn't enough. There isn't enough coming in and I I can't find how to bring more into my life. That's how I feel. So I'm constantly chasing money, you know, which is sickening. Which is sickening. It just, for me it's 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 a waste of my energy. Yes it is. Yes it is. Two nights ago, I have plenty of other things that I let myself be bothered by. Two nights ago, I took the dog out to do her dirts, and you know it was the night was really quiet. I looked up, I saw Ryan's belt. You know the stars are out, and uh, I'm like, shit. I'm 33 years old. I'm married. I'm like, this is my life right now. This is my life right now. You know. You sound so disappointed. No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't. No, no. <laughs> It was, it, it was, it's not meant to be, okay. but in that moment, as I, as you know, I, I'm letting the dog do her shit. I'm thinking I'm on vacation. This is awesome. My vacation's going to end real soon. And I got to go back to that routine of working, stacking money, paying bills, paying debt. And, uh, I just thought this, this isn't life. Like I felt like I'm wasting my, my, my spirit. You know what I think it is? Tell me. I think it has less to do with the debt and more to do with you feeling unfulfilled professionally. It's I all think in that there. If it's you all... made the same amount of money doing something that brought you some joy, some uh, inspiration, all of that stuff, I don't feel like the debt would feel as heavy mm -hmm. because right now you feel like you're just working in a shit job to pay off shit debt. Like, and I think that that's part of why I don't feel that same way is because I am really fulfilled by my work. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing something that is fulfilling and I get money for it. Yeah. So for you, it's like a, it's feeling like a lose lose. It's yeah. like, I'm doing all this shit and I don't even get to keep it. I got to put it to the fucking debt, you yeah. know? But you know, when I think like of, of like, if I, if I think, oh, what if I, I did this for a living and I got paid for it? A part of me, the real cynic motherfucker, the real cynical guy is thinking, working sucks. Yeah. 
doesn't matter what I do. The fact that I have to, it's, it's, it, 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 I wish money didn't exist. I wish it was like Mr. Robot. Everybody's dead, fucking got erased and. Spoiler alert. Shit, baby. You know, I took that little, uh, little tumbler break, self-imposed. Mm -hmm. I did it for Lent. <laughs> you and I both know that's not true. No, but, um. I did it because I was feeling I was feeling like obsessed with it. I was feeling I was feeling strangely angry at it too. Interesting. Yeah. So I deleted the app from my phone. I try not to uh I try not to visit the site. I still, you know, logged on and checked some stuff out. And I was I was surprised how snobby I felt. Mm -hmm. I felt so smug because I would log on and there was everyone I followed talking about the same shit. And I felt like I'm so much better than all of you guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm able to like step away from this. While you're reading it. While I'm reading it. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, it was a process, you know? I know. And I didn't have like a, a time period. I'm going to stay away for a month or I'm going to stay away for three weeks. It turned out it was three weeks that I was away. And I'm, I'm really not back. You know, I just log on every once in a while, yeah. see what's going on. I feel, I feel like I get like that every once in a while. Every few years with social media, like I'm so, like I reached this point where, when when it first you're started, too saturated with it. Yeah, it's and everywhere. You want to, like it's, step back. Yeah, there are moments where I get my life from it. Mm -hmm. You know, I post a picture and 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 people like it and heart it and and, and give me compliments and I'm ready to go on my day. You know, mm -hmm. I, I step outside and I feel good because the internet told me I look good. Mm -hmm. And then there are times when, you know, I have something to say and I feel like I can't say it because nobody cares, because nobody's, li nobody's listening, because this sounds stupid. But sometimes I feel like I, what, what I have to say is too heavy for the climate, you know, the current climate. Everybody wants to talk about emoticons and, and funny dogs and memes and mm -hmm. shit. And I'm like, I don't want to participate in this conversation. I want to start this conversation. But it's like, I can't start this conversation because nobody wants to hear that. That's not true, though. And, of course and, it's not. Definitely and, not. And don't do it, you know, you don't do anything for other people. Just, you do it for you. Of course. I've had that feeling before, though, when I, like, uh, you know, everyone's all excited or happy about something. And that all I want to talk about is something that's really depressing or, like, um, you know, I don't know what it is. And so then you're like, I don't want to. I don't want to fucking shit on these people's timeline when they're happy about something, mm -hmm. you know? I don't know. I guess I feel the best about it when I just, I try not to control myself too much. What do you mean? Like, if I just post when I want to post, don't post when I want to, don't want to post, you know? Just like not, not be so rigid about it. Yeah, like, do it how you feel, like, how, yeah. as it comes. I, lately, I, I mean, I haven't been on very much at all. I've been... I've been on, but I haven't been writing very much. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't contribute much. But I go through phases of that where I either have a hard time writing or the things that I'm going through, I don't know that I want to share or yeah. I do share and then I feel like I can't get it out right. I think lately for me it's been my my brain can't focus. Mm-hmm the way that I usually can, so I have a harder time writing. What do you mean you can't focus? Uh, just like right now, <laughs> I, I, I can't find the right words. 
I feel like that every single time I sit down to write. No, this is like more I like have a thoughts. brain, not fog, but I think it was the whole transition of getting off my medicine mm-hmm. and, you know, changing some things and I'm going through things just mentally right now. It's, it's, it's a challenge to have a conversation, let alone try and write something that makes sense that comes out the way that I want it to, mm-hmm. that expresses. And so I find myself getting frustrated when I try to write because I want to get something out, but I can't. And and so that makes me feel stifled and frustrated and, you know. I feel something similar to that, that frustration sometimes where, because I, I also get that point, get to that point where I have these thoughts, it's something I've been thinking about for like two, three days, and I finally want to like express myself. But then the words don't come out right. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I land on this feeling where it's like, who, who cares anyway? Cares? Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I struggle with it. And I'm like, no one even cares about this anyway, which might not be true. It might but, not be true. But but at the same time, it's like, that's that's the thought that goes through my head yeah. is, why am I struggling so much to try and express this when no one cares what I have to say? That's another reason why, for me, I can't speak for you, but why I haven't felt so eager to produce another episode of the podcast because I feel like all those things, I feel like what I want to share, I don't want to share with anybody else. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like what I am going to share, who the fuck cares? Yeah. No, I do feel the same way. And then, you know, there's the other part, you know, the aspect of like, it's a lot of work to come up with something and it's like, why? So, you know, I know what you mean. Probably not to the extent that you're feeling it, but I, I, I get the tip of the... Well, I just don't feel like myself. I feel like I'm in... Transition. I'm in transition, yeah. In a I good mean, way. I, I hope so. Do you I want mean... to talk about it? Last time, last time you talked about wanting to get off medication and you've taken some steps in, in that direction. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm smack dab in the middle of it, but I'm, I'm out of the the withdrawal phase of, of my, you know, coming off of that first medication. So that whole process was shitty. But I mean, look at you now. It's hard to say, look at me now. because <laughs> I still feel like shit. Yeah. But, but that's one like, less drug. I feel like shit in a different way. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm immensely proud of you. Thank you, baby. I mean, I know how hard, I mean, I don't know because I've never done it. But you saw how hard it was. Yeah. And, not just that, like, it's so simple to not, what you're doing is hard. Yeah. You're, you're doing, you're doing something hard. The simple thing is to continue to take the medication right. because that's, that it, the medication's helping you, the right. medication's this, that, and the third. So, you know. So not only does it suck to not take it, but on top of that, you have symptoms that go with it. Like, it's not just not taking it and you'd have to deal with that part of it. Mm-hmm. It's not taking it. And here, let's also make you feel really shitty. No. <laughs> like, that's why That's why I say to you, you're getting stronger every day because that's one less thing you, you, you have to rely on. Yeah. It's, it's no um, longer a crutch. Yeah, it, it, it is. And, you know, I go through these, these times where I want to start the next phase because I have two more psychiatric medications to get off of, one of which is going to be... I think really easy because it's got a super short half-life and I don't use it every day. And so that one's going to be the last one because I think it's going to be victory little and it helps with getting off of the other ones. You know, Mm -hmm. I use it 
as needed for, you know, my anxiety. Um, so I want to get off of, of the, the, the major one that I'm on, uh, the next major one. And, uh, but I'm, I'm fearful because I'm experiencing a lot of, you know, uh, I used to be a thesaurus baby. Like I used to be able to grab words mm -hmm. out of my head. I could come up with five words for what I'm feeling or thinking. And it makes me feel less smart right now when I can't find the words. Well, so you don't feel so hard. So you're not so hard on yourself. I'm in the same boat as you in that, like right in that regard. Like right now I can't think of the words. I constantly have that, that the issue. I think it's just a, uh, uh, uh. But I don't constantly have that issue. That's no, the I difference. don't. I'm, what I'm saying is now, presently, I constantly have that issue. I didn't have that issue in the past. I, I was also a thesaurus, you know, also always had, you know, five different words to say to say this word. And I think it's just a part of growing up. I think I think it's a part of. of, of no, but this is like directly. Of course, I think it's compounded because of, yeah. you know, it don't 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 think that it's just because of, of, you know, your situation. I think it's a bunch of other things, too. So I'm in a little bit of a I can't remember where I was going with that. Where was I going with that sentence? When I was trying to find the word you said you, you, you feel you feel you're scared to go through the next phase. You're off these medications. Oh, because I'm experiencing a lot of. um you know, depressive thoughts and, um, uh, impulses and thoughts that are difficult for me to control and uncomfortable feelings that go along with that. And, you know, um, where I get stuck, uh, like the other day when I just, I can't stop crying. I just can't stop crying. And, and then it gets to the point where I can't breathe because I can't stop crying mm -hmm. and, you know, it spirals into a panic attack and, you know, it, it wipes out my whole day. And then, you know, I got to go to work the next day and try and figure out how to fucking function. You know, meanwhile, everyone's asking me what's wrong because I look like I got punched in the face because I was crying for three hours, you know, and, yeah. And it's, it's like, is now the right time to be, to be trying to get myself off of something that's, you know, supposedly keeping my brain chemistry stable, quote mm -hmm. unquote, when it doesn't feel stable? Or is it just one more thing that, you know, I just let go of and I've, I feel the same? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. And I, I, I'm scared. I'm scared of the way that I feel when I feel out of control. I'm going to go on a little tangent right now. Okay. Because you just reminded me of something I was thinking the other day. I was at a, I was at the supermarket and the cashier, I was, I was just watching. It was a really fucking long line. And I was watching the cashier, like, you know, deal with all these personalities as they came up to, you know, so you can bring out their items. And I had this vision of her going home and crying at night. Oh, that's sad. I mean, for no reason. I just, for some reason, I just thought she, I, I gave her some kids. You know, I gave her a husband. I, you know, I drew her life for her as I'm watching her. And I, 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 I shift my focus to someone else, and you know, imagine what their lives were like. And I just thought to myself, and this is a sad thought, but I imagine everyone goes home at the end of the day and cries. 
and cries because their lives are so stressful. The shit that they're dealing with, mm -hmm. you know, everything, work, bills, whatever, you know, someone died, all that shit. It's just stressful. And at the end of the day, they go home and they do their little unwinding ritual, but they're just crying. And I, and I imagine at night, the entire fucking neighborhood is crying, <laughs> you know? And I like to think this is true. I know it sounds sad, but that's why I am. I'm a pessimist. I'm, I'm a cynic. I'm, I'm, I look at the bad shit. You're but, not spending your nights crying. I'm not, but because I don't get to that point, but I do, you know, reflect on my day mm -hmm. and look at my life and think, this isn't what I want. And I feel like we're all doing that. I feel like we're all living our lives because, you know, we're, 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 we're smack dab in the current. Like, we can't fight the current. We're going along with it. We, we're thinking about all the things we want to do to change, all the things we want to do differently. But we don't do it because it's hard, because we're in the current. We're in the flow. And I that's why I commend you all the time, because in spite of the current, you're making the changes that you want to do for your life. So high five for you, baby, because cause you're the man. Thank you. I love you. I love you. So, so part of that process has been, and I don't know if anyone cares. Again. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I can think. I can think of three people who are listening right now who care. Okay, that that's enough for me. Um, I started seeing a new doctor who is addressing my diet and supplementation, and knows my plan to get off of my antidepressants. And what kind of doctor um, are they? He is called a functional medicine doctor. I should get the little, I'm going to get the brochure. Do it. It's on top of my desk. I know they can say it better than I can. Functional medicine is a restorative approach to health and wellness. And um, our company has like a, they have a five pronged uh, wellness plan, which is nutritional and GI health, exercise and activity. Got to get that gut doing its thing. Detox, sleep. And emotional health. Sleep is fucking important. Yeah, all of these things are important. I mean, yeah, they all are. So it's a, you know, mind-body approach to medicine, sleep, nutrition, detox, hormone optimization, targeted medical treatments to address all sorts of chronic illnesses or dis-ease, so to speak. And uh, How did you feel when you... Oh, it was awesome. How I many met times with have him. you met with him? I just met with him once so far. So he's doing some specialized blood tests on me um, to see if I have uh, a particular, he suspects that I have a particular um, genetic mutation, which sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's not. It's, I mean, we all have mutations, all have, yeah. but he said there's one that's, that's super common. Um, you got to start thinking about your X-Men name right now. Yeah, that doesn't allow you to, um, your body to break down and absorb folic acid properly, which can result in um, mood disorders, uh, metabolic disorders, pain, all sorts of things that um, are, are some of the things that I'm experiencing. And uh, so he's going to do that, and then he went through my list of supplements, which I've started taking over the last... Uh, Three months? Yeah, a couple months, and I've added some more and taken some away and um, told me which ones would be would be good for me, and then prescribed uh, one, actually two more, one of which he was like, you know, see how you feel with this first one, and then if, if you want to add this, this second one, then do. He makes some blends um, that he thinks will help support 
wellness for me. How does he feel about you getting off your medication? He didn't have anything. He didn't even. He didn't even really address it. In, but that. But I felt like that in a good way. Like he. He, he wasn't concerned a, with that. He didn't have a judgment call when it came to it. He he knew that 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 was my goal, and he. He said, okay, let, this is how we can get you on that path. Yeah. So he didn't, I didn't feel like he thought it was a great idea or thought it was a bad idea. I think that he would have um, voiced his opinion if he thought, oh, yeah, no, this is not a good thing for you <laughs> yeah, to he do. Would've, he would have winced. <laughs> like, you doing what? Yeah. Um, but it was great. I mean, he, I think part of why I think that it's going to be really helpful. So he's going to be focusing on those parts. I have a, an osteopath who's also a, a doctor who is working on my actual, you know, mechanical body structure mm -hmm. so that she can manipulate and, um, all those correct, spots. Yeah. Correct. Some of the, the, the musculoskeletal problems I'm having. Um, so there, the, the team of them, I feel like, is kind of my support team. You're the which... $6 million woman. <laughs> so it's not only like, this is what I want to do, but I have these people who are really positive and supportive yeah. and enthusiastic about it and want me to feel good and um, make me feel really hopeful. You know, when I see them, I think... Yeah, I can do this. Yeah. You know, they make me feel like I can do it. They don't ever make me feel like it's an overwhelming task. You know, they have uh, both, you know, contributed by saying, you know, it's going to take time. Yeah. Which, which, which is obviously to be expected. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's not a, a quick fix. And, and neither were antidepressants. You know, antidepressants take four to six weeks sometimes. To start working? Oh, yeah. So you take them for four, you don't even feel it like instantly? Nope. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's like if you get lucky and get on the right one the first time because there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's, I've had people explain it like, it's like taking a dartboard and just Okay, let's try this one. See how it works with you, because everyone responds differently to to every medication. So, so I yeah, I know I'm making steps, but yeah. it's uh, man, like today I did my first workout in I don't know how long, yeah. and I only worked out for 15 minutes, and I couldn't breathe. I could barely move. Like I feel so incredibly out of shape, and it makes me feel like a lump of fat and sadness. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was that quote that was in the, uh, we were watching something recently and the dude was like, uh, a journey of a thousand miles. It begins with one step. Bam. I know. You just took the first step. I know. I'm just thoroughly like, I'm cheerleading for you because. I know you are. And you're awesome. I mean, but, I know I say it all the time, but I don't think anyone has any idea what kind of support you are to me. I mean, it's. I feel like you and I were on the same path. Yeah, but I mean, I, like I mean, I really, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna belittle your, 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 your no, struggle. No, no, I don't feel like that either. But I feel like I am much more difficult to have as a partner. No, not than at all. You are. No, not at all. Yeah, well, that's part of why you're amazing is because you say that. But I know what it's like to be in my head and deal with me. I think I would fucking hate me if, if you I was you? my partner. That's why you can't date yourself. Yeah, no, I think that's <laughs> part of why we work so well is we're, we are very different in a lot of ways, but we're the same when it comes to the things that matter, you know, our, our values and the way that we express love and, and all of the things. Don't you think? No, I agree. I, I, 
I spend a lot of my time like driving to work when I'm like not paying attention to the road. I'm thinking about all the ways that we're similar or the ways we're, that we're different and the way that we connect because mm-hmm. of those similarities and those differences. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> it really is. Some of the differences that we have, they seem like they can be uh, little recipes for disaster. But that's how we learn from each other. Exactly. You make me better in so many ways. And, and even though some of the things that you, you know, the, the ways that you think your to-do lists and your, you know, things that like shit. that. That's, it's a way of motivating me and pushing me in a way that, you know, sometimes I need that because I'm not one of those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I got to like learn to chill. <laughs> and it's surprising that I am the one to get you to chill when I'm so fucking high strung. <laughs> but and... see, you don't you don't showcase that. <laughs> All I ever see from you is just chill, nigga, just chill. And I'm always like, there's no time to chill. We got to do We need all- money right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, you don't even know how much money you think I need that I think I need right now. <laughs> I don't even know what what kind of sentence that was. I'm telling you, we don't need any more money than we have. Because I understand that logic, yeah, but I, I I can't think like that because, like I like I mentioned in the post earlier this week, I'm constantly thinking about tomorrow. But there's no tomorrow, baby. There is, but listen to it like this. You sound like Apollo Creed. I know, I know. Every time I say that, there is no tomorrow. Two hands, right? <laughs> you on your ass come on rock it's not a game you want to live in the hospital for five weeks this time you thought i was tough this jump will kill you all right what's the matter with you tomorrow let's do it tomorrow there is no tomorrow there is no tomorrow there is no tomorrow but i'm telling you there isn't because I'm listening to Byron Katie's audiobook, Your Inner Awakening, some okay. kind of inner awakening, and talking about money and, and examining that thought, I need more money. I need more money in the future. Yeah. So she's asking you, is that true? For me? You want me to answer that? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Can you be absolutely sure that that's true? All right. Take a moment. And I will. Yeah, take I will. a moment because... and meditate with it. Can you, know, you be absolutely sure that it's true that you need more money in the future? The reason why I feel I need more money in the future is because I need to pay down my debt. I know, but going back to that, just that thought, can you be sh- absolutely sure that it's true that in the future you need more money? I don't need more money if I... See, there are two paths There's I no can if. take. There's no if, though. Just, you're, you're going... The reason, the reason I don't need money, the reason why the amount of money that I bring in is enough is because I can pay my bills, buy my food, survive with it. Right. But I don't want to just survive. I know, but, li- but, but you're going beyond the thought. Because that's how I think. I, I think know, about... but that's why what... this is important. Go back to just that thought that's causing you distress. Which is my bills. I need more money. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. Can you be absolutely sure that that's true? Yes, because of my goals. But. See, I would have to rearrange my goals. let Let me challenge that. Okay. 
Let me challenge that by saying. Can I tell you what my goal is? Yes. My goal is to get rid of my debt as soon as possible. Absolutely. So that's a goal. That's a want. That's yeah. not a need. I need more money. I need but it. That's part of it. That's yeah. part of it. I need it for my paying, mental. Paying attention to that. The language. The language also. But can you be absolutely sure that it's true in the future? No, you can't because you don't know how much money you're going to have in the future. I get you paid the same amount. If, I know, but you every don't, single time, you don't know if you're going to win the lottery. You don't know if a, a, something's going to change in your employment status, my employment status, our uh, our debt status. There are so many variables that go into it. Okay. So the answer, in my mind, if okay. I'm doing this exercise, no, I cannot absolutely be sure that it's true. So the next the next practice is, who would you be without that thought? I need more money in the future. I'd be a lot more chill. Right. So then you turn it around and you either do the opposite, the self or the same. So what what would be the opposite of that thought? The opposite of the thought, I need more money in the future. I have enough money right now. Or I do not need more money in the future. Yeah. But can I tell you why <laughs> why I can I shit on all those points? No, of course. But this is that's the whole point is that it's not a it's not an immediate thing. These are meditations yeah, that's where the you, thing. you have I need to, to sit stop. and focus yeah. on it. Because she has people who have the exact everyone has this there's no new thoughts. Of course. We all have the same thoughts. So she has people who are in situations where they're close to losing their home, their no. house, you know, everything. And she has them express all of this stuff and in the present moment, which is the only moment that there is, I can't, okay. we never need more than we have. No. Because that is what we have. It cannot be more nor less. So we have the perfect amount. All right. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Except it takes extra mental energy for me to think like that. Of course. That's why it's work. That's why that's, – that's part of what I'm trying to do right now, which is, is – challenging because similar to the thought that you have that causes you distress i need more money yeah i have a lot of those thoughts i i am worthless i you know i'm fat i'm you, you know, pronounce every fucking letter <laughs> in that word i'm a shitty nurse i'm a shitty wife i'm a shitty human being mm -hmm. i am you know why do you think all these things i don't know why i think all of them oh, no, but these are all things that i think mm -hmm. you know Multiple times throughout the day. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I like when you cry. <laughs> so taking the time to break down each of those things and find evidence yeah. of the opposite. Find evidence of, Why I do not, not need more money. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not in constant pain. I am not a shitty human being. Mm -hmm. Finding examples of those, that's making new brain paths new neurological paths that don't allow you to constantly spiral into that unhealthy thinking because right now in this moment we don't need any more money no and how does that feel that feels awesome that feels awesome here i go I shitting on no, it no i know let me let me okay. shit on it baby on it. i got i got a list all right <laughs> we don't need money now right but life is I, I know people say you know now 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 but life isn't now life is long it isn't though. That's the whole point. It is. It isn't. Tomorrow maybe. will come. I can walk outside and get hit by a fucking car and die. There is no tomorrow. All right. There is only now. Apollo I'm Creed. Saying, I'm not saying. <laughs> shut up. I'm not saying 
I know. a fucking psycho and, you and know, just live your spend life. all your money and, you know, do whatever you want. Don't no. go to work. But we are causing ourselves suffering by sitting in those thoughts. I know. I know. Okay. So you, you, you're trying to plan for the future. Obviously. Exactly. Because that's how I've always thought. I, I, I wish I could shut it off, but that's all I can do. I can only worry about the future. I can only, and not worry. Sometimes I, I, I look at the future with excitement. I, I, I'm constantly in the future or the past. I'm constantly remembering things, reliving things. I'm never right here because right here is now, now is just time out. This is the opposite of how we should be living though. As a matter of fact, like when I'm at work doing my job, I am not at work doing my job. Because I've got my headphones on, I'm listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. It's taking me someplace else because I don't want to be at work doing my job. Right. I can't do anything unless I know that tomorrow's all right. Once I know tomorrow's all right, then I can relax. That's why. That's why my days are. I do a bunch of shit in the morning. No. Once I know those things are done, I'm like, whew. That's exactly why I want you to listen or read this book. Because I, I, I think that you, it's already begun to help me because I do find myself asking the questions and turning it around and doing doing the things that are in the exercises. And when I stop and do them, I do find relief, you know? Okay. Uh, it's just practice, you know? It's just changing the way you think. Thoughts are so fucking powerful. Thoughts are everything. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> I mean, to us, they're, they are a reality because we connect so many things to the thoughts of if this doesn't happen, then this. And these are all imaginary scenarios. I have to say, as of late, I've become, I've, I've been doing a good job of not caring. I've, I've, my, my problem is I care a lot. I care too much about things that I probably shouldn't care about. So there are times where there's something liberating about not caring. Sure. That's the only way that I can uh, I can be at peace is not caring about stuff. That's not true. I'm telling you, love. I'm telling you, by not caring about things is because when I, once I care about it, it becomes something that I have to take care of. It has to be something I have to protect, and and I'm like. That's more work, more mental stress. So I was like, if I don't care about it, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have, it doesn't exist. I don't care what happens to it. Oh, you ripped your boots? I don't give a shit about your boots. It doesn't bother me, you know? You brought a cat into our fucking lives. Now I have to worry about that fucking cat. I have to like, oh shit, I got to make sure he doesn't shit himself or shit on anything we own. So we got to buy cat litter. You know, it's a bunch of stuff like that. So as of late, I try not to care about stuff too much. I try to be like, so what if that happens? Big deal. Life goes on. I'm trying. On a side note, I have to say I am extremely jealous of the adventure that is life. Because whenever I read her posts, mm -hmm. it is obvious that she is uh, mapping out her life with her thoughts. And great things are happening to her. And I try that. I try, you know... The law of attraction, I try bringing good things into my life by thinking of good things. But the thing is, I don't think I really believe it. Yeah. 
Like I try, I try to think it over and over like a mantra, but in the back, I see the shadow of me saying, nigga, you don't really feel this way. Yeah, that's I, part of it. Yeah. It has to be a sincere. I don't know how to feel it sincerely because it's like I've been to the other side. I know, I know fucked up shit happens. Shit doesn't go your way. So I was like, how can I just think in this, make it happen? But I, I see it happen with other people. I just can't make myself believe it. I wish I could. Yeah, I mean, it's... Because thoughts are powerful. It's, it's exactly what what we're talking about is, you know, not... I don't know if controlling your thoughts is the right way to put it, but examining your thoughts for their validity and allowing yourself to let go of things that aren't true. You know, because when you don't... When you aren't resisting against something that's not true... It, it frees up this, this space in you that allows you to relax, that allows you to not feel this distress. But what is, what is the thing that you measure your thoughts against so that you can see that your thoughts are wrong and this thing is true? Because if you're thinking negative thoughts, nothing is going to prevent you, nothing's going to stop you from thinking negative well, thoughts. These, the, these are the, the meditation exercises I'm talking about. The way that she describes it is... Your brain will find the easiest pathway. That's how it's designed. It's like a machine. Yeah. So it'll find the quickest thing to gather evidence for. And the thing is, I'm sorry to interject, but the more you use that pathway, the stronger that pathway Absolutely. becomes. So when you wanted to stop me and say, no, but these are all the reasons why that thought, why I need more money. Yeah. That's because that's... The quickest place your brain can go. Of course, because I lived it. Right. So well, you're living in all of those those thoughts. So the, the meditation exercise is to find evidence of the opposite. And I'm that's trying. when you have to search your brain. And yeah. you have to sit quietly and say, "I, you know, me, for example, I have to think of, because uh, one of the thoughts I've been struggling with a lot lately is, I'm in constant pain. Mm -hmm. And when I sit and think about it and turn it around... And remember the times that I've not been in pain recently. Those weren't the first things that came to mind. No. Because my thought is I'm in constant pain. And so I think of all the times I've been in pain. But when I sit with it and I meditate with it and I think of night before last when I was cooking us dinner, I wasn't in pain. Or yesterday when you were like, I felt so light. Yeah. Remember that? Yesterday in the car, I felt light. After you gave me a massage a couple nights ago... You know, there was like a good half hour where I didn't feel any pain at all. Mm -hmm. Not, I was at a zero. <laughs> and and so, she, she, you know, her whole thing, if you can find one evidence of it, you can find two. If you can find two, you can find three. And you have to just keep searching those places in your mind and look at all that time that I was able to get back. When I went from 24 hours, of you know, pain. of pain... I chipped off a half hour there. I chipped off 15 minutes there. I chipped off another. And then I'm examining that 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 thought. And I'm saying that, no, it's not true. This and so I'm not living in that suffering of believing that I'm always in constantly pain. Constantly in pain. Because it's not real. This sounds a lot like um, when you get a bunch of positive reviews, but you only pick out the negative reviews. Mm -hmm. A lot of people can compliment you on, on the way you dress. But one person says... Oh my God, you're wearing that and that's it? That's all you hear. That's all you hear? Yeah. Why is it the negative so easy? Why know. is it? Why is that? I don't know. I but, think that that's like the grand question of life is 
why are all the, the, the things that make us feel good bad for us? Yeah. Why do we uh, go into a negative space? Quickly. Quickly. It's like the easiest thing to do. But then again, you look at the kind of people who have taken psychedelics and changed their their worldview. Yeah. And their brain goes to love first. Yeah. Before negativity. Not all of them, obviously. But there, there are a lot of people who have changed the way that their brain thinks. Through I, the use of psychedelics. I can't remember where I heard this. I can't even remember exactly what was said, but it was something pertaining to the neural pathways mm -hmm. and how either some psychedelic or something uh, uh, forms new pathways so that well, ayahuasca helps. I think it's, I think it's ayahuasca. Yeah. And I just thought that was amazing. Yeah, I mean, it is amazing. And I, I think I saw a TED Talk once where they were talking about fasting does the same thing. Interesting. I forgot how it was like a 30-minute thingy. I forgot how they did it, but I remember when they said that, I was like, oh, I want to do fasting. I, I think, think it's amazing. I'm sorry to interrupt again okay. before you even start. I think it's amazing how fasting is a part of a lot of religions, too. Mm -hmm. There's something There's something there. There's something something there. there. And praying, praying is like meditation. Praying yes, it is. Praying is like, you know, focusing on positive thoughts. thoughts yeah. Um, drawing strength from uh, feeling connected to the universe, feeling mm -hmm. connected to human beings, feeling connected to something higher than yourself. There's something there. There is something there, you know. And uh, You see, that's what I want to do with my days. Yeah. I want to I want to follow these these ideas. And we can do those things. We don't have to have more money to do those things. No, no, no. No, no you, I know. I'm not trying to shit. Of course, of course. No, you don't need more money, Carmen. You want to know another reason why I chase money? Because I feel like once once I can get rid of my money issues, I can concentrate on all these things we're talking about. Right. I feel like I can't do that because But I challenge that. You know, I know I, I know try to. I challenge that because none of those things cost money so we can be doing all of those things mm -hmm. regardless of our money situation you ain't and going to peru. think of all of those people who you know they've found they've studied the the quote-unquote happiest people in the world oh yeah and they certainly aren't the richest no they're not they're not and and so i know, you know I, I think about that. that into perspective and saying you know everything that i need is inside of me and and that and, sounds like a song <laughs> Isn't that Whitney Houston? I don't know. <laughs> I, I could be. But but it is. The entire universe is inside of me because it's inside of all of us. And we, you know, I'm such a fucking hippie, but we are all one. You know what I mean? We are. Like, we are. And watch the Human on YouTube. We're about to watch it. It's a three-part series. And stop slacking. But uh, you busted my train of thought, which We're is all already human. so The universe tentative. is inside of us. <laughs> We're all connected. Thank you him. don't need money. <laughs> I love you, mom hurts. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Please leave your message after the tone. When finished, press pound or just hang up. Hello, baby. Call me back. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm just calling to tell you I love you. Yeah. 
so make it don't get jealous, all right? I love you. <laughs> all right, just call and see what you niggas is up to. Bye. Curveball, I just wanted to tell you that um, there is a really good reason for you to move back to New York. I saw on a blog today that there are legal masturbation booths available for men to relieve stress throughout the day. They're like um, repurposed telephone booths, and there are like two locations in Manhattan, and you have like your privacy and shit. So if you needed a reason to move back to New York, that's it. Nigga, get your ass outside. Fuck you at. Is there an entrance to the back of here? Is there an entrance to the back to this? Is it because I gotta go some? I don't. They reserve some shit. I don't know what the fuck they want me to go. Hello, Kevin. You're not answering your phone. Um. I have some bad news. Well, news that is really not surprising. My friend uh, who's going to have the wedding um, temporarily broke up with her boyfriend, and they're back together, which is complete fuckery after what happened. So me being the bitch that I am, I said I can't support you marrying this man. So we're not attending it. We ain't spending money on that. Mm-mm. No thanks, boo. I don't know. It's it's all weird. It's all weird now. Um, so that makes me sad. But let's discuss more when you call me back. Okay. Bye. Get somewhere for ahí, cervito. Está haciendo tanto frío que está durmiendo esta hora. Para que te acuerdes de tu tiempo, que está a 12 bajo cero, a 12. Ya tú sabes. Bueno, chequeamos después entonces. Sí, yo. Curveball, I'm calling you at this time of the morning because I'm counting on the fact that I know your shit does not ring when you're sleeping. So, anyway, I just wanted to. <laughs> tell you something funny that happened to me. I went into the pharmacy, to Dwayne Reed, to pick up, you know, I usually get a roll or whatever to have on my coffee for breakfast. And, you know, ever since I got back from maternity leave, I've been, I've been putting off going back to the gym because I've already lost like 52 pounds, like just because of breastfeeding. So I haven't really been motivated to go to the gym, but I've been, you know, I brought my clothes in, my sneakers. I just haven't done it yet. Long story short, I run into the pharmacy, and this really attractive dude is standing next to me when I'm getting my roll. He's asking, oh, man, I never know which one the jelly donuts are. So we started this conversation, kind of like, whatever. And thank you. And uh, he was saying, he's like, I'm going to have to go to the gym by eating this. And I asked him, you know, what gym do you go to? Long story short, I, I recommended my gym to him. And of course... <laughs> The thought crossed my mind. Damn, I gotta start going to this gym and see if I see this guy. And then I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you talking about? Like, why? Anyway. This episode of Joint Accounts is sponsored by some shit that I'm currently reading. And it's so fucking crazy that I want to share with you guys. Planetary Shifts 
Every person who has ever lived on Earth has already experienced the shift. They had to in order to get here on Earth. It's just a cosmic fact. Unless we came from close by, wherever we came from before we came to Earth, we had to have passed through the void to get here, so we had to change dimensions. On the day you were born on Earth as a baby, you experienced a dimensional shift. You moved from one world into another. It's only because of our poor human memory that we don't remember. By not remembering the experience of being born or of the other dimensions, we have placed enormous limitations on ourselves. For one, we can't overcome the reality of great distance. The distances in our reality are so great that we cannot cross them. We can't even leave our solar system. For in this present state of awareness, we are prisoners in our own home. <laughs> That's an excerpt from a book that has taken me over two years to read because it's so fucking heavy, as you can see, that sometimes I got to put it down and watch some videos on YouTube. The book is called The Ancient Secret of the Flower of Life. I'm currently reading volume two. I highly recommend it if you're into that shit. Now back to our show. Forgive me, Father. For I never sin. told anyone this before. Dear it has Dad. been 16 days since my last confession. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. You better not tell anybody. Hello, hello. Confessions. Confessed your sins. Confessions. <laughs> tell me what's really good. You got a confession for that ass? I don't. I can never remember anything. Why you sound so sad? Because I feel lazy. It's okay. But we do have a confession that was sent in to us. Oh. I don't know if this person wants us to say who they are. Yeah. So I'm just going to read it. Okay. It's a woman. Okay. She says, I don't know how many times I've said this to both of you, but I'm going to say it again. I love you guys. Aww. You give me hope that there's happiness out there. You just have to go after it. Yay. <laughs> Fucking cute. Anywho, I have a confession. It's one I'm not really ashamed about, but in a way I am. It's weird. I'm more interested to know if others have done this or if I'm alone. Okay, so money is real tight for me. I budget everything down to the last penny. I have managed to live off ten to twelve dollars an hour for about two years now. Before that I was making twenty two dollars an hour in dialysis, so it's been a real eye opener. Yeah. Two years. Shit. Okay, so when I go grocery shopping, I try and buy all healthy items and stay away from processed garbage. Good for you. Mm -hmm. When it comes to buying produce, it can get expensive. I have, on more than one occasion, gone through the self-checkout and inputted the cheaper item even though it's not what I'm buying. Example, Honeycrisp apples, but I input the cheap red delicious. Or when buying bulk roasted <laughs> unsalted cashew, I input peanuts because it's almost half the cost. All to save money. Part of me feels bad, but but a bigger part of me doesn't. I'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> Can I say beforehand, when she said uh, she had money problems, so to speak, I can't remember how she worded it. You got a real long, stray, straight ass hair coming out of your chin. These are my confessions. <laughs> I. What does it say about me that I assume she was gonna say 
she was selling her panties on the internet for money or or some sexual was what I, I was like, oh, this is going to get good. You're funny. I really felt that. She was like, money's been tight. I was like, holy shit, she's thinking about becoming a stripper. I don't know. I it's thought... because it's, it's your desire to have uh, people be freaky. Yeah. So you're like, yes, tell me, tell me. I've never thought of doing that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm sure you do because you're, <laughs> you're 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 uh good of heart. You're uh well. I don't think it has anything to do with heart. I was gonna compare it to how I feel about abortion, but I feel like what? that's a little heavy. All right, no, no. I need to hear that. <laughs> I want to hear that comparison. Tell me. It's like it's not right for me, oh, but okay. You do you. Okay. Like it's not something that I'm going to do. Okay. But I'm not holding, I know everyone has their reasons for doing stuff. Whatever circumstances put you where you are, where you need that to survive and you're trying to do what's right for you in the bigger picture, mm. then I don't, I don't hold judgment against that. I just know for me, it wouldn't be something I'm going to do. I wonder, I wonder. And I really mean that, that I'm not judging you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know that a lot of people say that, but that like inside they're judging. Yeah. But no, I really don't. I'm like, go get your organic produce. Yeah. Do that shit. I wonder in, in the bigger scheme of things, the big picture, you know, like when all is said and done, you know, are we going to, is this that bad? No. You know what I mean? It's not. Like, like, like. Everyone should have access to affordable, high quality food. I think that that's a human right. I think that uh, food, healthcare, you know, living conditions, being nice, mm -hmm. like clean water, all of that stuff I think are basic human rights. So the fact that you're, you know, giving Safeway a little ding against their bottom line, <laughs> I think it's going to be fine. I don't think they're going to track it back and be like, oh, you guys, these Honeycrisp apples just aren't selling. We're going to have to jack up the price. Like, no, it's going to be fine. Like really in the long run, you know. That's a nice little life hack right there. I'm going to add to my... Uh... <laughs> Please don't. Because no. then I'm going to feel weird about it. <laughs> don't judge me. You didn't, you're not judging it's her. I'm judging. <laughs> but if I'm going to benefit from it, then it involves me. I'll never tell you. One day you're just going to be eating a really delicious fucking apple thinking, Mmm, this apple tastes like a mango. And I'm just going to tell you, got that shit for a dollar off. You're going to ruin my life. <laughs> I got a confession to make. Ooh, I love it. Tell me. I've been cheating on you for three years. <laughs> Why is that so funny? You, you know, yeah, I ain't been cheating on you. I know. You, you're the side chick. Listen. <laughs> I know our marriage in Mexico is not legal. You're the side chick. But we got married in the U.S. of A. Right when we got back. I'm not cheating on you. You're the mistress. Baby, I heard you the first five times. That shit's hilarious. Okay. No. My uh, my uh, my confession is that um when when I was in high school, mm -hmm. it all started because one morning I tried it out. Which was my hair was fucking unruly and I took Vicks Vapor Rub. Oh my god. Massaged it into my scalp. Oh my god. It had to be so greasy. <laughs> And unrelated. You are such a Latino. <laughs> like, I mean, I had a big tub of Vicks Vapor Rub. Of course you did. <laughs> and I massaged it into my scalp. My hair became more manageable. I was like, oh, this is the shit. So, um, 
Yeah. But you just walked around smelling like Vicks VapoRub all day? Nobody knew what time it was. I mean, how, how can you even say that? Well, that because. Shit is pungent. Well, I don't know if you remember high school, but. There are a lot of smells happening. Yes. Yeah, like girls right. with their body sprays, guys with their fucking colognes and, the and their axe. Yeah, and the BOs and all that shit. The BOs. That sounds like a new band name. I got another confession to make. Yeah. Don't be funny. I can see it in your eyes. This isn't a real one. I <laughs> can see it in your eyes. I watched Lemonade with you and absolutely adored it. Like, while I was watching it, I kind of hated myself for I loving know you it. Did. I know you did. I could feel it, but it was so good. Yeah. I mean, um, I see now. Well, I don't see now because I still think all the hype she was getting before was unwarranted. Not unwarranted. It wasn't your cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it but wasn't like innovative to you. It was it was she was making music. Like whatever. Yeah. We're all making music. Yeah. But now she's she's doing more than just music. Yeah. yeah. Like that that was phenomenal. I just watched it for the second time yesterday. Did you? Start to finish. Oh, yeah. Shit. You heard me watching it again. I know you were watching it. I thought you were just clicking links and listening. Oh no, I watched the whole thing again yesterday. Start to finish. It's it's spectacular. The thing that we love about our artists, it's when they are naked in front of us you know when they yeah. they tell us they they use their personal life to make art you know they let us in and that's why i was telling you like while we were watching it like she's performing but she's accessing that place yeah like i don't think she she feels that way she's still feeling necessarily that way yeah but she did a good job of of portraying it. it, yeah, and tapping into it. There were a couple times you could see real anger, you could see real hurt in her eyes. You know, uh, I love the idea that it was like a short film. Well, not really short; it was an hour long. Mm -hmm. I love that it was like a film, a musical, a music video, an album, all of those things in one. Spoken word poetry. Yeah. Um, that she pulled from a lot of. It seems like a lot of different resources. But it it sounds like it could have been written by her, which I liked. Yeah. But it was also very edgy. I just love the uh, the pushing of the envelope, like yes, like taking creativity. Like every time you've ever heard an artist being interviewed about their upcoming album, mm -hmm. you know they always say, "Oh, I'm really proud of this one. This is my most personal project yet." Yeah, you know, and all this other shit that they always say when you listen to the album is crap. But I mean, this was personal. This was, you know, she's someone who is just such a mega star. You know, she's on this pedestal. She's kind of like untouchable in a way. And there were rumors about the infidelity. Yeah. But this this was, I mean, she wasn't even hiding it. She wasn't making veiled references. No, no, no. She was straight up, are you cheating on me? I love that he was a part of the project. I love the, uh, the whole progression of it. Mm -hmm. You have to watch the whole thing. You You do. You can't just listen to the songs or... Watch these little clips. You have to watch the whole thing start to finish because it's a masterpiece. It's it's a whole progression. I Even love, if you don't think of someone, think of yourself as someone who likes her music. Even if you don't like the music, no. it's still a fantastic art piece. I know that more than anything, from what I gather, it was meant to be felt by black women. You know, see, so I didn't get that. you didn't. I, I keep hearing that. I keep seeing that in places. And um, I mean, I, I did see the, uh, the, you know, the black love that she shows that, you know, sure. the empowerment, the, you know, we, we can get through this, we're strong, we're, but I mean, 
I think it's universal. I think I think it is too, but I I, I don't want to take away from that at all and be like so? be like selfish. It was about me, you know. <laughs> you know, I know no. it wasn't. I wasn't. It wasn't written for a white woman in mind. <laughs> like, but I, but I I certainly related to a lot of parts of it. What I love the most about it, the way she executed it. Yes. Like. Netflix drops a season in one day. Yeah. She let it just She did that. She let it wash yeah. over you. She she was and the thing is now whenever you hear the songs, you see yes. her what she wants you to see. Yes. When you hear the music. And feel. Yeah. I just think it's awesome. Like Yeah. I and wish... the songs were dope. Oh yeah. Like yeah. like they were they were different genres very different genres different influences there was a lot of country a lot of classic rock a lot of uh pop uh i mean there was just a little bit of everything but she made it her own and it was it was and it's crazy it that it, it's it one so it's good. one thread of like infidelity i mean but it's also the overcoming infidelity you know yeah there are like there are deeper there are deeper like truths about yeah. it about love and about self-acceptance and you know um so much there's so much there it's visually so beautiful i just i just hope you're this strong when when i cheat on you i hope we make this much money off of it Shaboom, shaboom. Mailbag, mailbag, baby. Shaboom, shaboom. Questions, comments, and confessions, maybe. What do the people have to say? Mailbag, baby. It's been a while since we've done this, so I'm sure we've got shit since, like, December. No, people don't give a shit about that. Yes! <laughs> That's what I've always wanted. Um, well, there's comments and questions, and since this is our last episode, I figure, get them all out. Yeah, and ain't no need to tell you guys where you can reach us at. Um, Hit me. Attempts at getting by. I love her. Whom we love. She says, I just want Kervin to keep calling us a good girl <laughs> when we suck the metaphorical joint account's dick. I also want to hear all about the dick sucking and romantic things you guys have going on. <laughs> well, I ain't sucking nobody's dick. Um, <laughs> I should hope not. Not unless you let me watch. Is it considered cheating if I suck a dick? Yes. Is it considered cheating if I suck a dick but don't enjoy it? Yes. <laughs> You know how many dicks I've sucked that I didn't enjoy? Well, that's your fault, man. <laughs> that's so, your... so counts. There's no takesies, backsies. I love you. Um, she wants to hear all about the dick sucking and romantic things we have going on. Uh, we'll we'll post a video someday. <laughs> you wish. We'll post a video. I'm gonna record. I'm gonna record it one day. She ain't even gonna know. Um, Anonymous wants to know, have you or Megan ever done psilocybin mushrooms? I have not. I'm looking forward to doing some of that shit in my life at some point. I will tell you about a story about a girl. Yeah. Named Flegan. <laughs> Named Flegan. <laughs> who did psilocybin mushrooms her sophomore year of college. She did them under really stupid circumstances. Like, I think that 
if Schmegan was that her name? Flegan. Flegan. <laughs> if Flegan was around today, she would say that uh, psilocybin mushrooms should be taken with the intention of expanding and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Enhancing mm -hmm. one's consciousness and uh, spirituality. Yeah. But Flegan took them um, in a misguided attempt to get fucked up. Yeah. Uh, she didn't take enough. So the time she finally took enough was right before a Dave Matthews Band concert. And it was a horrible experience. From what I hear, she wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take mushrooms and go into a stadium that's loud with a bunch of people. You know, she gets really scary and real. You, you and just... unreal. It's not good. <laughs> Everything I hear about uh, psychedelics, taking psychedelics, they always recommend to be in, in the, the right mindset. Oh, yeah. To set the, the, the right intentions. To be in a safe place. Yeah. To yeah. have at least one person who is completely sober around you yeah. so that they can... Um, you know, not chaperone, but protect you. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be having a great trip in your backyard <laughs> and then fucking UPS comes, rings the doorbell and your dog starts barking and all of a sudden you like get thrown into the depths of hell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, just start freaking the fuck out. Can you imagine answering the door <laughs> on mushrooms? No. And having to interact with somebody who's... Doing their job in a uniform. Yeah, dressed in brown. Why are you at brown? my house? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never done any of that, but I look forward to it. Because I will, Mr. or Mrs. Anonymous, do it. Do it. Uh, let me check the email, and then we'll come back to this one. Okie dokes. Okay, so we only have confessions in the inbox. Okay. Our last and final question. Mm-hmm. Why are you stopping the podcast? From who? Question mark, exclamation point. Anonymous. But I, I've, I've heard it a few times uh, when we posted the thing about it being our last episode. So we should get into that. Okay. Would you like to start? Well, it was your idea, so I think you should start. Yeah. Well, my reason for no longer wanting to do this, I've been feeling a lot of pressure on my own, like self-inflicted pressure to make an episode mm -hmm. you know i constantly felt like i needed to record a week has gone by i want to put another episode out constantly looking for more content to put out constantly looking for stuff like that and um when the new year began after uh, our last episode when it took us a while to record again i started feeling this freedom of not having to perform so to speak you know yeah. not, not having to be out there not having to uh come up with content and then as more time went on i felt like i was putting my energy elsewhere mm -hmm. and i like that yeah. i like that i was using my time and energy for other things and not not for the podcast and i was thinking wow life is awesome when i don't have to do this so one day i just came up to you and and, and said to you how do you feel about the next episode being our last one because it just felt like the right thing to do. It felt like, all right, this is it. I, I have nothing else to say. And, and um, you know, if, if we find, if, if I find that I have something else to say, we, we may 
pick this up and do it again. But as of now, I feel like I felt like this is it. We 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 showcased what we needed to showcase. Yeah. Um, from my perspective, you know, when I, I've I've always from the get go been kind of go with the flow with it. You know, it's I've never felt pressure, but I'm not the one who does the editing and the all of the work that goes into it. I just show up here and talk. So for me, it's low pressure. It's, uh, you know, it's enjoyable for me. I love the feedback we get. I love the way that we connect. So, um, I think that if, if you didn't have to work, yeah, we would put out an episode every week. Oh yeah. If you didn't have to work, it's the same thing. Well, no, I mean, I don't think that my work really got in the way of it. Well, your work caused you to be tired, which right. caused you on your time to not off. always want to, yeah. yeah, to not always want to record. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you if you had the freedom to, oh yeah, to create, that we would definitely we could put one out every week, no yeah. problem. Um, I would like to someday again maybe pick it up. It depends. It's kind of a fun. It's fun to think of as just like a little chapter that we had. That was a fun thing. That you know, someday when we're old and. Whatever we could be like. Remember when we had a podcast? How and, crazy and was that? And actually listen to it. And we we have it. Yeah, we have it. You know, it chronicles. You know, it's it's it's, it's, uh, it's a snapshot into this time in our life and our marriage. It's a, it's our legacy. <laughs> I sure <laughs> shit hope not. <laughs> when did we start it? Last year around February. But we have really really loved doing this. Oh, like, that goes without saying. Well, but I think we should say it because. Oh, yeah. I don't want people to, you know, there were people like, ah, why? You know, like, like there was something wrong or I don't know. I don't know what the perception is out there as to why we're stopping or how you feel about us stopping. Or, mm-hmm. I know there's a couple of people who care, but I, I don't know how many people care. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's nothing negative. It was it was a really fun thing to do. And I'm so excited that people got to know us better yeah. as a result. I feel like. It was much more free for me in a lot of ways because sometimes when I write, I feel like I can't get it out. Mm-hmm. But just conversationally, I'm able to, you know, people are able to see who I am a little bit deeper. There were there were, there were a lot of things that were left on the cutting room floor, so to oh, speak. Oh yeah, and I wish they were able to to see that as well. Well, I'm sure you'll put out a best of. Uh, what do they call them? Like a... director's cut. But th- this was footage that you didn't what? want anybody to hear. This oh was, yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> see, that's the stuff I wish you would share. Like that's yeah. the stuff I, I wish. Yeah, you know. no, there were, I feel like I shared just enough of that course. I was comfortable with, and yeah. there were a lot of things that you know I share with you that I obviously wouldn't share with the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, maybe someday when I'm a little more enlightened and less self-conscious, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, maybe more free in my professional life to talk about things that I will. Yeah, so 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 to recap, we absolutely love this. It was just time. Yeah. Do we got any uh, voicemails? Yeah, we got a couple of them. Let's hear them. All right. This is from January twenty third, twenty sixteen. Hey guys. Hello there. This is erotic exploration, rope centric. Just wanted to uh, give you guys a call. Thank you, Kirby, my man, hooking us up with the. Dope intro and outro. Love you guys. You got mad skills, my man. Love it to see sounds you. great. See more of your work. Check out your website. Keep up the good work. Uh, love the podcast. Uh, you up? guys are totally awesome. We love you guys. Like, totally awesome. 
I may or may not be a little high right now. <laughs> I'm a little high right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, hopefully you'll be one of the one listeners that listen to our podcast. Check out our stuff. One of these days we would love to meet y'all, although I think you're scared to meet us. We might be a little too freaky for y'all. <laughs> but one day we know where you live. You're in the 707, and we're in the 707. Don't act like you don't know, okay? I know y'all is in, in, the, in the crest, living in the crest area, and now y'all back up in another area to the, to the east. So don't act like you don't know, all right? <laughs> But uh, thanks again. And, have a good uh, weekend. Have a good weekend. And uh, you may use this on your podcast if you want to. You have our permission, written consent. <laughs> Therefore, no liability not involved. Sue you because we don't have any money to sue you because we broke <laughs> just like everybody else. Struggling. Trying to keep the black man down. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. Power to the people. Assalamu alaikum. All right, guys. Have fun this weekend. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. What the fuck? That was awesome. So, in case you didn't catch that, that was erotic explorations, rope rope centric, centric. and uh, they are awesome people, and they live nearby. In case you didn't, you didn't know, Mister and Mrs. You guys are fucking Wait, awesome. Do they want to know? Do they want people to know that that's them? Um, I'm sure everybody knows. I mean, I don't know if everyone knows. Maybe there's. It's a. I think it's a private blog. You oh. might have to bleep that out just okay. in case. Just in case. Just in case. Well, I absolutely love that you guys called in. Me too. Um, I think you guys definitely are prettier than us. Yes. Uh, Your sex game is. Oh, you guys are on another level. Like, I mean, you guys, did you you didn't see? They posted a clip last week. I can't week. wait to see it. Yeah, they, of the of the threesome. They 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 are future us. They are future us. They are future us. I'm not calling you guys old. No, 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 no that's not what we mean. You really, you're not very much older than us. Yeah, I'm saying you We're guys. We're just saying like you've you've ascended yeah. sexually in a way that. We, we aspire not, to. Yeah, we're both way too self-conscious for that shit. Yeah, that, we, we don't even got a sex tape because we can't record ourselves like that. Yeah, no, we definitely can't let a third person in when we're... We can't even let a camera in. <laughs> we, we don't even let our dog watch us. <laughs> no, I wish she would. But yes, we need to hang out with you guys. We do. We're in the 707, like yeah, you said. Yeah, we're in the 707 with you. I, I want to say also, I absolutely love the podcast, Rope yeah. Centric. Um, they only have two episodes. I'm not gonna shit on you guys for, for taking so long to put out another know. episode because know. I know how that goes. This is from one twenty three sixteen, and we're just now yeah, answering yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, we absolutely love you guys. We definitely need to get together and hang out. Yes. And um, we'll see you guys out there. Thank you for the love. We love you guys. Who's next? Um, I don't know. Let's listen. Hello, Kirvin. Hello, Megan. And suddenly I am regretting this. But um, this is Lindsay. And I just wanted to talk about the fact that, um, actually, I didn't, I don't know if I've shared this on film or not. Maybe I, I have, but I don't remember. Maybe this will be like old news to the interweb. But. I just want to let you guys know that fucking someone that shares your name 
is the hottest thing ever. I never thought I would fuck another Lindsay, but it happened, and it was fucking amazing. Something about calling your own name out, I don't know. I think you know what I mean. Anyways, that's all. Bye. Yes, you can use this on the podcast. I'm really fucking stoned right now, but whatever. Um, so, that's all. Bye. <laughs> oh. Wait, there was like five more seconds of silence. <laughs> I love that everyone who calls us is stoned. I, I applaud that. I love that. I, 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 I'm proud of you. Yeah. She, she painted a picture in my head. I imagine her. Now, now, were you fucking a guy named Lindsay? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Or were you fucking a girl named Lindsay? And you said again. Oh, I so didn't like catch that. So, like, she's, yeah, she said, I never thought I would fuck another Lindsay, but it happened and it was amazing. Oh, no, she meant, like, another, like, her. I don't know. It sounded like it was the second time it happened to me. I Maybe just, you need to clarify that. With I us. love the idea of you saying your own name. Like, really? Like, really? I don't think that's going to happen for you, baby. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. You know what? It, I'm glad you don't say my name while we're having sex. I would get the softest softy. Oh <laughs> yeah, you snorted. I didn't mean to. Like, say the curve. Oh, curving. <laughs> curving. <laughs> Yeah, no, we don't call each other's names during sex. No. I don't know why, but it just doesn't work. Yeah. I don't even call you Megan in everyday situations. Ever. I don't say, hey, Megan, can you... It freaks me out. Yeah. I don't even call you Megan to other people when I'm talking about you. I say, my lady, my wife, baby head. <laughs> They're like, what? Baby head? Yeah, baby head. Thank you for calling in. Thanks for being stoned. You are awesome. What's next? Hi, guys. This is Quist. I just wanted to call to say thank you for 20 great episodes and we really all appreciate it and love you very much take care and yes you can use this on air bye oh my god i love hearing I, you guys' voices yeah i never imagined you were so fucking manly yeah now i gotta my nipples a little hard yeah yeah <laughs> and it's quist yeah i, I find... always thought it was quist yes yes i'm so happy i've always said like i wonder i wonder how he says his name i wish you would told us what it meant Thank you so much for the compliment. Thank you. 20 great episodes. Really? You think so? I love that. I love it too. We've <laughs> <laughs> got a couple more. Hi, Megan and Carbon. This is Marilyn, also known as Miller Flintstone on Tumblr. I just wanted to leave a little message and let you guys know how much I've enjoyed your podcasts and how much I'm going to miss you guys sharing yourselves with us. You've been very open and honest and funny, and I've enjoyed every single one that I've listened to. Hopefully, in the future, you guys will decide to do something similar, or if you don't, that's cool, too. And it's okay to use my voice, and you guys have probably done editing the episode, so that's okay. <laughs> so I'll chat with you guys another time. Bye-bye. Oh, I love that you thought that we were done editing when we no. hadn't even started recording, yeah. and this is from the 16th. <laughs> I just I just love her so much because she's been a constant oh, yeah. on our episodes. Yeah, she's been she's... A, she's been a fan. She's been supporting us. She's one she's one of the people that uh, I think of whenever we record. She's just such a cool lady too. Yeah, she's I, awesome. I always look forward to her, her and posts. unfriendly like yeah. their lives. You know, I love that you share your life too because yes. and I I just love that you know you you 
You supported us. I love and that. And I'm so sad that I missed you when I was in Georgia. Oh, shame on you. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have very much time. And I, and she wasn't really online at that time. Mm -hmm. So she missed my messages where I was saying, yo, Atlanta, I'm all up in you. <laughs> but next time, next time we head out there, we definitely got to make a IRL appearance. Thank you so much. Thank you, Marilyn. We love you. We do. And last, but definitely not least, the lovely, lovely Michelle Lynn. Hit me. Hey, guys. Um, it's Michelle Lynn, and uh, I just wanted to call in and say that YouTube. Oh, no. Um, I wanted to thank you guys for sharing your lives, stories, and advice with us. Um, thank you for continually making us laugh, challenging us to think, and giving us a different perspective into everyday things. Um, I absolutely love the way your minds work. Thank you for being open and honest and raw with us about the real shit that goes on, not only in relationships, but everyday life. You two have like... Oh, no. Yeah, there, it goes on for another two minutes, but her phone must have cut out because... There's nothing but silence, and I would love to know what she said, because she is awesome, and yeah. I love her. Uh, thank you, Michelle Thank you so Lynn. much. I'm yeah. sorry it got cut off. Yeah. But we can feel the love. We can. We constantly felt the love. Yeah, she She's was, another one who supported she was another us. one who was there. Cheerleading, rooting mm -hmm. us on. Yep. I got, I got a, a special birthday gift from her. Yeah, like every time I check my inbox, it's there. It's this gif of her. Oh, yeah. Yes. Real yes. sexy, you know, nipples and everything. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. We love you. I think she recently deactivated. I don't know if she started a new account, but um, we love you and we'll see you out there. Yeah. Thank you guys for your questions. We, we love you guys love so much. You. Oh, we love answering these questions. I love hearing your voices. Way. I wish we would have yes. done this a long time ago. I wish ago. we had the Google voice long ago because so hearing long. the voices is awesome. You know what? Forget it. Yo, this ain't the last episode. <laughs> Psych. Psych. Yeah. This is the last recording of the last segment of the last podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I don't want to say anything else. Join accounts. I don't like to say goodbye. It was a pleasure. It was awesome. It, it was awesome. It was fun. It was uh, enlightening. <laughs> this is the end of an era. <laughs> I love you. I don't you. know why I'm feeling really sad right now. Are you feeling really sad? Yeah. I feel like, you know, I'm graduating. Like, senior year high school, you know? They're playing the music and we're walking down the aisle. I, I think I think the reason why I feel a little sad is because I'm not that connected on Tumblr anymore. Yeah. Like, I write every now and again to talk about the shit that I'm going through. People are probably sick of hearing. But I felt like this was a way for me to connect with people without having to do any work. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I was going to say, if you want, you can start your own podcast. I will edit no it one for wants, you. No one wants to hear me talk to myself about Listen, nothing. Listen, if any of you guys want Megan to start her own podcast, <laughs> you know where to reach her. Um, But in all honesty, we want to thank you guys so much. Yes, you are awesome. For all the times you guys interacted with us, you called, you dropped a message. Everybody who who, who anonymously followed us and, and, and like reached out and told us, Hey, I don't have a Tumblr account. Yeah, that was awesome. But I wanted to let you know that I love you guys. Yeah, that was incredible. We never expected to get quite this many people listening that listened. And uh, 
we were at one time new and notable on iTunes. And and that's all thanks to you guys for you guys rating and reviewing us. I, I really don't know how else to say it, but thank you and we love you. Thank you and we love you. And check out other podcasts. I mean, there are so many out there. I have heard people say that this is the first podcast they've listened to. Yeah. And I hope that that opens the door to you to uh, explore podcasts out there. Yeah, Amber I mean, Lyons has an amazing podcast called, yes, called Reset.me. Reset. Mm-hmm. Um, Cara Santa Maria, Joe Rogan. Um, Brilliant Idiots. Uh, what's the Friends one? The Friends Friend Zone. Zone yeah. With Hey Friend Hey. There's so many out there. I mean, you know. The Read, obviously. Of course. Um, which we modeled a lot of our podcasts after. Did we? I mean, yeah. You know, they got their Q&A section. <laughs> I mean, you know, check out podcasts because they're awesome. Duncan Trussell. Listen, guys. <laughs> we love you. Thank you so much. I love every single one of you sons of bitches. I love all of you lovers. You ashy neck, dirty dick motherfuckers. Come on, baby. I say that with love. I say that with so much love. (laughs) (laughs) You motherfuckers stay black. We love you. conclude this evening's entertainment you want to hear something funny mm-hmm. on the very first episode i took a shit all over beyonce's name and on the last episode i'm talking about how i adore her i i, I enrich your life shut up <laughs> <laughs>